Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the party unraveled secrets of Bjorn's forgotten past after meeting someone from his childhood. The encounter made them anxious to solve their own personal problems, and they pondered parting ways. But a late-night audience with the Queen gave them renewed purpose, and the unexpected arrival of their nemesis Larchwood afforded them a taste of revenge. What will the Queen ask of them next? Find out now. Episode 27. How exciting. Everyone excited? Is it I'm really excited. No idea. Wow, that's kind of amazing. Screaming towards 30. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 27. I, you know, I always have to double check and triple check, and then I still forget sometimes. That's what I have down. Yeah. Oh, well, I just take your word for it, so. Okay. Well, we'll call it 27. Cool. Let's leave it at that. Um, so... We uh we had we have our business to take care of at the beginning of these episodes now. It seems like uh, we've got to announce who's using the dice. Some lucky son of a gun out there is gonna be able to get these lovely topaz and black inked dice that I will be using today. And maybe maybe we'll kill someone off today. You just don't mm. know. Oh, that'll make them really want to win. Yeah, yeah. I I, I have a good feeling. Cold I really like them. Killer dice. <laughs> um, so I'll be using the Topaz Game Science Dice today. And uh, remember, you can go and enter. We've sort of changed the rules uh, a, a while back. And uh, so you just need to enter once and you're entered for every giveaway that we have. And we'll be doing this all campaign long. Uh, so we're looking at roughly 20, 30 sets of dice that we're going to be giving away uh, it's going to be awesome. You have a great chance to win one of these wonderful sets of Game Science Dice. So you should go and enter at DungeonPatrol.com slash dice. And you might just win. Um, otherwise, you can go to GameScience.com and buy your own dice. If you are unlucky, like me, uh, I've said it before, I am pretty unlucky. So uh, go there. Use the code 39DP19A and get 10% off any purchase of $20 or more. Again, GameScience.com. So, business out of the way. Where were we at? Something big happened last yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Larchwood is dead. Yeah, that was a, it was too easy of a fight. And you guys are just, I just can't seem to catch up to you as far as uh, getting, getting the... You should have brought more men, but you know we're what? We're like the A-team. I mean, yeah, we've all got our own little niche, and we work so well together. Yeah, no, it was pretty. It was pretty good, uh, and um, but you guys did a great job killing off uh, probably your biggest enemy that you've encountered so far. I mean, you had a serious grudge there, Cole Show, right? That's really the reason that I was here. Mm-hmm. So I have to reflect on that now. Yeah, yeah, ponder that a bit. Uh, well, you've had a week to think about it, so obviously, I'm sure most of your day was just consumed with that. That is all I think about. <laughs> so, um, the empty void left by vengeance. Yeah, now what? And a coin. Yeah. 
back to cooking. I give the coin up oh, too. You don't I know. Have the coin. It's the weight of the yeah. coin. You're much lighter, and you probably feel empty without it. I, I was really strangely <laughs> attached to that coin. <laughs> uh, well, Cold you. piece of metal next to you. Yeah, jingling around in your shorts. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Larchwood was there. You guys, uh, you you witnessed this. Uh, uh, almost battle between Redthorn and um, uh, Skellid as they came in and realized that their guards were missing from the queen's door. And they started arguing and blaming each other. Uh, Luggy had to step in and kind of keep them from, you know, actually fighting. Uh, the queen, you know, said, that's it, everyone out and dismissed everyone. Um, and so you guys uh, went back, presumably, and got some rest and people uh were out you know they had other soldiers out looking for uh freya and ferdinand were the guards that are missing and uh you guys are i should say oh thanks to luke our listener luke for giving me the names for those two guards that uh, i immediately uh had something bad happen to them so (laughs) thanks luke um (laughs) So they're uh, they're missing, and you guys go back and get some rest, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty bumped up. <laughs> You're just doing push-ups in your room all night, yeah, or yeah, he probably was probably walking the halls of the castle for a while. Okay, just imagine a Rocky montage. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So what now, Cole? Show? I don't even know. I'm <laughs> kind of lost, actually. <laughs> what to do? My life. I thought we got over all the angsty stuff last time, but you know, you guys are, you know, this is a, it was a big uh, moment. I'm, I'm never free of angst. I'm, <laughs> I'm the emo cleric. So, well, I, I still have larger life goals. All the vengeance is not done yet. Mm-hmm. Nice. He's got a list. Well, Thora is going to sleep. Okay. Yeah. I'm tired. Bjorn and Thora take half the that. size. I do twice the work. Think about it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I imagine Colesro tries to find some place to get a drink for a while and calm down. Eventually find rest. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna slip out of the keep after my four hours of trance and wander the streets. Wander well, I'm gonna go find the local temple of Ilo and probably hang out there. Okay. So the next morning comes. You guys get your sleep that you need. You're all rested spells and everything back um and there is uh you know not immediately uh a knock but uh earlier in the morning there is a knock at your door and the three of you hear it you are at the temple of ilo mm-hmm. and so anyone gonna answer the door knock knock sure are we all in the same room well we're sharing a room he's in the temple she's got her own yeah I have my own room uh, it's like a chamber that has two rooms in it, and it's you guys sweet. have yeah. I'm in the innermost chamber. Okay, <laughs> so um, you've really acclimated the to the shut. fancy life quickly. Yeah, I probably would have got up and Sleep sharpened mask. my sword and shaved and cleaned up. So nice. Who's there? Uh, it's it's me, Luggy. Oh, Luggy, come in. Uh, so he opens the door and comes in, and he's like. Oh wow! What a what a night! I just I just can't believe everything that happened. Are, are you guys ready? Are you are you dressed? It's it's you know it's the big day for you. Yes, I have, yeah, yes. I've groomed my mutton chops. Nice. Did they give us like, something you know, nice to wear? 
Oh, that's a that's a great uh, great question. Yes, uh, someone will be by shortly with some with some appropriate clothing for for court. Uh, and I, I hope we have gotten your measurements correctly. But uh, if not, we'll we'll make do. It's not important what you look like. It's just important that you're there. I believe it's a child's <laughs> medium. Okay, child's <laughs> medium. I Baby think my gap. Hair up extra <laughs> it looks nice. Nice. Yeah, old, you do. The old baby gap. The old baby gap. Uh, yeah, do you have robes already that are? No, I don't have any robes, oh. but that my hair—it it looks lovely. Oh, yeah, I can't. Oh, it always you does. Didn't, you didn't comment on it. I, what? I didn't realize we were in the same room. Yeah, so. Oh, oh I came out. Oh, good morning, Tora. <laughs> I'm you sure Lucky noticed my nice hair. Uh, he did. Thank yeah, you. he's got Thank a little you, bit Lucky. of a crush on you. So. Oh. Uh, so he uh he's like you know I'm so excited for you guys. Oh, I, I should tell you before I forget. You know they they found uh, they found Ferdinand and and Freya and um, they were stuffed in a closet under the stairs. I don't know how they got to them. They they were they were dead. They were dead. Yeah. Oh no. That and is terrible. That is terrible. I don't know who could have gotten close enough to them to do it. We must we must have a traitor. That's what Redthorn thinks. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is not good. But whether it's Skellid's men or, or one of our own or, or someone else, you know, in the, in the castle, we just will have to find out. But uh, not, enough of that now. Let's, let's focus on you. This is your big day. I'm excited for you guys. Let's, let's get ready and I'll, I'll, I'll come and get you in a, in a half an hour. And what? by the way, where's, where's Elrond? I haven't seen him. Yeah, he took, you know, I was deep sleep. He just wasn't here this morning. He's doing Elrond things, I'm sure. All right. So Luggy leaves and he says you'll be back in a half hour and, and then you guys get time to rest and uh, or get dressed, I should say, not rest. You're rested and uh, prepare yourself. So is this going to be a big presentation? Like, is it open to the public? It is. Okay. Want to hand out some flyers? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you, you're not going to come? You're not going to be there? You're not going to be knighted? Aileron, I'm looking at? Doesn't sound like an Aileron sort of thing to do. <laughs> He's going right. to be there. He's going to be there. Mm-hmm. That's All why right. I was asking if it was public. Yeah, it is open to the public. So uh, I'm going to disguise myself. Okay. And I'll show up in the crowd. Awesome. And the rest of you don't have any tricksy plans, do you? You're just going to uh, No, I would like to be knighted. <laughs> I have this, I've just been imagining Sir Bjorn Brizzlebong. Oh, it does yeah. sound lovely. Is Ajax allowed to come? Uh, sure. Okay. Ajax yeah. can take my knighthood. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Ajax. Uh, so Luggy comes back. Uh, he is, you can see that he's cleaned up a little bit too. Uh, put a little polish to his armor there and and uh, so he's back and he's just kind of beaming at you guys and he's going to lead you to the, you know, hall of long sails and uh, you follow him down there and, and you open it up this time and it's, uh, they've sort of rearranged the room to make more space for people and there's quite a crowd there. Uh, lots of lords and ladies and, you know, people from, from town even who could get away and come and witness the spectacle. Uh, so it's kind of a, kind of a big deal. People who don't have day jobs. Yep. <laughs> Basically. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a fanfare too from some trumpets, heralds, and, and you guys get announced and, uh, you're led up to the front and you can see Redthorn and Skellid and Vito and Florenza all standing there, you know, smiling. Yeah. Everyone except Skellid. He's not smiling. Skellid is not smiling. He just looks serious. Okay. Um, but the queen is there. And you guys walk up these uh, the steps to the main, you know, dais where she sits. And she rises and she basically announces, you know, that this is this is a special day. And you have more than earned these honors that are about to be heaped upon you. And she takes a someone comes running up and they have this stone kind of uh, receptacle, a bowl made of stone and uh, she dips this ladle into it and someone else comes rushing up and hands her a sword and she dribbles this water from this ladle down the sword it's like seawater um, because you know they're from pirate clans you know so the sea is very important to them still in all of these old traditions and uh, she takes the sword and she asks you all to kneel do you kneel? I do. <laughs> okay. Yes. Although you could not tell. No. Well, <laughs> it's just everybody's like looking for me. Yeah. Okay. Ajax it looms above me now. No, I think he's probably like, <laughs> like right. Height. Yeah. Right on eye height. He probably licks your nose. <laughs> um. So she she kind of looks at uh, at all of you and she turns away from the crowd for a second and she's she's like you know I I. I'm sure Elrond is here watching us somewhere. I want you to know that I, I'm not going to make him swear fealty to anyone. I know he is bound to his god, and that is the way it should be. But he will still gain all of the honors that I'm about to bestow on you. He doesn't like attention. Yeah. Understandable. Hey, you can just bestow those honors on Ajax, we were told. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she laughs at that, and... Uh, Turns to you, uh, Bjorn Brizzlebum, and uh, you know holds the sword over your shoulder, and uh, she says, "The sea gives no quarter, and the wind shows no favorites." And you were told to reply, "Neither shall stop me from upholding my oaths." One day, and then she says, "One day the tide may rise and never stop." And you say, "I freely give my fealty to Delthea of Thurin until the seas swallow the earth." And she says, so it shall be until the waves cover us all. And you all do that in turn. And then she tells you to rise, knights of the realm. Nice. We rise. Yes, I rise. should have given us the script. We could have like acted. Yeah. I, I wanted out. to. I, I just seriously ran out of time. I was going to print it, but I wanted you guys to say it. My parents would be so proud of me. Ah, I should be. Yeah, she sure. tells you to rise again. She doesn't, she doesn't realize you have, so... <laughs> No, stand up. You know, a step stool would have solved all of this. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, no. So uh, after that, everyone cheers, and there's a, another fanfare of the trumpets, and uh, you know, Vito and Redthorn, and you know, everybody come up and clap you on the back, and Luggy comes running out from the crowd, and you know, he's all excited, and so you guys are now legit. So do we get something that? to sh prove that we're legit or is it just like 
Well, that's part of being royalty is you just know. Everyone just knows. Just know. Uh, like a fancy ring. Or you start walking protection. a certain way and people just... Yeah. You know what a police is? A police? A police. No. Okay. So you get a police. That's what you get. You can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Are you telling our characters to look up, like we're going to have to go to the library. <laughs> Let me. Can I have the ring back? I could. Uh, I could. Or the coin. Yeah, ask the coin. Talk to Sir Jonah in the archives. Um, no, it's uh, police is like a uh, small coat uh, that you basically don't wear as a coat. It's kind of hangs off of your shoulder, uh, so it's very ceremonial and really not something you would do uh every day probably and i just wanted to pick something really awkward and funny uh <laughs> for cult <laughs> show mostly um I'm, I'm guessing we get like a a note of of title hood right yes yep um so yeah you get a you know there's a proclamation and there'll be heralds in the in the official college of heralds for the kingdom have already added you to their roles and so you guys are basically anywhere the the kingdom holds sway, people will know that you are, you know, official. Like- so you're saying that my name is on the herald's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've done to me. Right, right. Different heralds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You just change your name. Yeah, that's right. what, yeah, that's what I'm going right. to do. So expect um, more fake names out of me in the future. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you get, uh, and there will be more honors, like I said last time. I would like Come. to find, uh, possibly in the future or sometime soon, if there's, I'm guessing there's a bard somewhere here in, in this hall, right? Yes. I would like to hire a bard to write a song about us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I can totally do that. And then I'm going to tell him, do not... You, Alron, just it's Ajax. I'm just giving the names, and it's not Alron's name is not going to be. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> That's so sweet. Maybe just use some other guy, or just use the shadows. Yeah, the shadows. Yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ajax's friend, the shadows. <laughs> um, the shadow knows. So after everyone kind of you know comes and congratulates you, there's like a reception line and, you know, all the lords and ladies come up and, you know, shake your hand and introduce themselves. So you get to meet all of the allies and, and there's some pretty impressive specimens here, like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) like, uh, Delthea told you, uh, last night that, uh, you know, she has the greatest knights and the greatest minds, you know, in the kingdom, you know, backing her. But, uh, you do now yeah especially now but scornsby you know just has the numbers he has all these mercenaries and you know the south has always been a little more populated than the north and and so it's um it's not looking good and uh afterwards when everyone kind of departs there's like this kind of awkward opening as you're just kind of standing there milling about and skelet comes up to you and he looks, still looks serious, but he tries to smile and it looks really fake. Um, but he's trying. You can tell he's trying. And uh, and he basically says, pardon me, I hope I can have a moment of your time. Of course. Great. Thank you. I, 
I just wanted to come and say how much it means to me that you risked so much last night to save our queen's life. That was quite impressive. And these honors you've received today are completely justified. I am just thankful you were there. Now, that being said, I would like to, you know, now that you are Knights of the Realm, I would like to invite you to join the Queen's company. I understand you may have some misplaced loyalty to Sir Avalard, <laughs> but I want to remind you that the Companions are the premier fighting force in the realm, and as such, that is where people like you belong. And you don't have to give me an answer now. I, the offer will stand, and you can accept it or leave it as you see fit. Well, thank you for the offer. That is very generous of you. So what's the appropriate way to address him? Uh, he is Lord Skellid. Lord Skellid. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, thank you, uh, Lord Skellid. I actually wanted to discuss with you um, how last night happened. And, you know, before we are joining anything, I think that there are some bigger questions that need to be answered. Yes, yes, such as? Such as how did those um, people get into the Queen's chambers anyway? That is a good question. I'm, I'm afraid that the men led by Larchwood, that, who I understand that you are familiar with the man. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, indeed. Uh, Past tense. They were obviously dressed as Queen's Companions, but they were not known to me or any of my men. It was all a ruse, and I don't believe that that would have gotten them close enough to take out Sir Ferdinand. He was a good man, and he had been with the Companions for many years. He would recognize the deception immediately. So someone must have helped them, and I don't know who, but I fully trust all of my men. But this is, tells us that there is an assassin somewhere. We should be on the lookout. Yes, there is a traitor amongst us. I believe Sir Avalard and I can at least agree upon that. But his men are all sorts of uncouth types, and mine are... Knights, noblemen, and they've been with me for years, most of them. It's like, I trust them with my life. I know they would not betray us or the queen. His men, I'm not so sure about. How many men are you talking about that you have that are said knights? Um, I would I would say 500. Okay. And you trust all of them, huh? That's a yeah. lot. Wow. Yeah. Lot. You know trust. all 500 personally? Yes. <laughs> wow, that must keep you very busy. We dine together nightly. Wow. So, Lord Skellid, uh, uh, nights nightly. Yeah. Uh. Does your uh, force forces have some kind of investigation team? Servito or Servito? Sorry, Vito is looking into that. Okay. Well, I should warn you. I'm kind of uh, an uncouth type myself. I, I meant nothing by that. No disrespect, of course. You are knights now. And I, 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 you know, some of my 
best friends are commoners. <laughs> wow. Are you going to bring one in to show us? <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so the token I, commoner, I see. I, I, I meant nothing by that. Please understand that uh, I was just saying, I don't, I don't know where these men came from, and they've been living in the backwoods for so long. I, who knows? Do you, uh, hey, uh, so... Uh, do you carry a shovel in your kit, your adventuring kit? Because uh, no. I think you do, or you should, because you're shoveling something right now. Uh, okay. I would just tell you this. Um, how, how do you see us uh, playing in your – I have a personal um, vendetta for something that may work in your favor. I uh, want to see Scornsby dead. Yes, Scornsby must die. By my hand. By your hand. Well, Sure. Wow, I didn't know you were going dib so high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, high you, in my world. Is you got the last one, right? I, that was that was well, a, Scornsby very is personal. A, uh, he is responsible for my parents' murder. Really, hmm. that is interesting. I I appreciate your zeal, um, so but there might be a sharing. line forming for Scornsby's head. Okay, well, I mean, I think I get in front of the line. That's what I'm saying. I'm a sir now. You said I was a knight. It kind of makes me feel like a big deal. Okay. So he's he just kind of nods at you and, and he's... We'll figure out something later. Yeah, yeah. We'll draw numbers or something. Uh, so then he he, he says, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. And, you know, please, please, uh, I just... The last thing I wanted to say to all of you was, you know, to offer my apologies for last night. It was behavior most unbecoming a lord of this realm, and I am truly sorry. I'm afraid that I've also misjudged you since your arrival. Uh, you know, I've allowed my dislike of Sir Avalard to color my perceptions of his acquaintances, and I am truly sorry for that. And please know that the offer to join the companion stands. Thank you very much, Lord. Apology accepted. But just remember, we're all here with the same goal. Yes, we are the same team now. That I is true. Been. I must remind myself of that repeatedly with Sir Abelard. We are on the same side. Um, but he's like, what I really came here to ask you, though, is, and he looks at Cull Show, he's like, where do I know you from? I don't know. I've been dropping bodies all across the, con- the country at this point. <laughs> uh, he's like, you're I'm thinking first in a rap song. <laughs> dropping bodies all across the country. Uh, so, so he he looks at you and he you know he's giving you that look that he gave you uh, you know previously, where he's just kind of staring intently at you, and he's. It's like your face. There's something about you that's just so familiar, and I, uh, um, I honestly can't understand where we would have crossed paths. Perhaps some statues. I have that look. <laughs> I have the I'll look. Kind of strike a pose. He's like, "Where? <laughs> where are you from? Where were you born?" Uh, somewhere, somewhere east of Endwall. I don't know exactly. East of Endwall. Are you certain about that? Um, I don't know about being certain. It's a more of a vague idea. The only settlement east of Endwall is Earlgate, which no longer exists. I... I don't know. <laughs> there was... Uh, yeah, okay. There was... My village was raided by orcs when I was very young, and I was, I was taken. 
I was not raised beyond a very young age by humans. And he's like, fascinating. That's where I know you from. It's like, you're young Victor. What? Victor Samuelson. How can you know that name? I know that name because your father was possibly the greatest swordsman I've ever seen. He taught me everything I know. Kosho will look very perplexed. <laughs> okay. Uh, your father, Nicholas, he, he was a great man. He served my father. He was the master of, uh, of, master of arms at uh, Stormbreak. He... Yes, I'm, I'm, I know he was a swordsman. I have his sword. Do you remember any of this? I remember his face. I've struggled never to forget the face of my father. But it's very fuzzy. Mostly I remember the day he died. I remember you well, you young boy, always underfoot. Everywhere us older children went, you wanted to follow. I was a child. That's what children do. <laughs> I don't remember you, though. It's like it's been a long time, obviously, but I'm certain of it now. I can see both your father's, you have your father's eyes, your mother's face. Mother's <laughs> 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 uh, hair. Mother's hair. So you... Uh, yeah. You're at a loss for words yeah, right now. Bjorn's mouth is just <laughs> what? <agape>. Like what? <laughs> so the town, you you know, it is. There's nothing there now. Um. So he tells you that uh, Earlgate was supposed to be this kind of massive project. So his father, when he took over Stormbreak, he's the one that invited all. You know, started giving away free land, trying to populate the frontier a little bit more. Uh, as sort of a buffer against Drummondor. And uh, he was secretly trying to build this sort of fortress town, kind of the counterpart to Endwall, but by the sea, and sort of so they'd have a, a way to block off the the frontier with Drummondor completely. And Earlgate was the plan. And your father, Nicholas, being master of arms, that he wanted to send one of his best men there to oversee the construction of this new fortress town. And somehow they found out about it, the orcs did. They knew that something was going on there, and many of the orc clans got together and attacked the town before it could be, you know, fully defensible. And apparently killed your family. Took you prisoner i i've long wanted to learn more about where i came from i i i'm flummoxed <laughs> he's like oh, that is a big word for cultural <laughs> <laughs> and he used it right <laughs> i know uh he's like under understandable uh young victor or cold show uh i i i know this must you know, weigh heavily upon you all these years. It, it has been a, a great burden. It's I've... like, we can talk more of this later. Um, take time to think about it. And again, think of my offer. And oh, before I go, 
you should know that I believe your aunt still lives. Really? Yes, she, she, um, she left my father's service shortly after Earlgate was destroyed, and she joined the monks at Skyburn Hall. Oh. You should look her up if you get a chance. What? I'm sure she would like to see you. What, what is her name? Natalia. What was his last name again? Samuelson. 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 It is a name I have not heard in, a, well, a lifetime. Yeah. Just dropping bombs on Cull Show here right I was, now. I was not prepared for this this morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he uh, shakes your hand and kind of, you know, gives you a quick but awkward hug. And uh, <laughs> and he's like, I, I'm... I'm going to send word to my father. I know he would like to know that, you know, you are alive. And, uh, you know, thank you all again. Best wishes. Join one, the companions. One quick, did you, did you know if Nicholas's body was where his remains are? His body? No, I mean, the orcs carried stuff away. They burned the village, yeah, after everyone was slaughtered, so. You didn't go back there? Uh, Skelet? Yeah. Uh, he was pretty young. Okay. I mean, he was preteen, I suppose. Culture, are you okay? No, I'm definitely not okay. This has been a, a very difficult 24 hours. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I feel like I need both to go see Earlgate and go and find my aunt. It's a long trip. It was a long trip. It was a very long trip. Yeah. Even going back to Skyburn Hall. So, huh. uh, you can think about that um, as we <laughs> move to on. Drop that in your day and your, yes. your cop morning breakfast. Um, as Skelid departs, uh, Luggy comes running up and he's like, you know, hey, this is this has been a great day. Oh, I'm just I'm so excited for you guys. Um, I hate to tell you this, but the queen really needs to see you. She she says that you have to be in in this council that they're about to have, and uh, I mean that's a that's a huge honor. So, um, but we got to go now. Was this oh. on the books for today? <laughs> um, I'm afraid you know, uh, Vito has has called this. Uh, okay. And, uh, you know, he has has some information that he wants to share. So, yeah, Luggy will lead you to her her private chambers where the battle with Larchwood happened last night. And Have we seen Alaron? I was going to say, perhaps uh, Bjorn could try and mind talk to see if he's in range. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I would have to find him. I, I was assuming he would come up after everyone had departed, sort of like Skelet and kind of... Well, I was waiting for everyone to depart, but yeah. then you had Luggy come up, so... He's basically in a knight, like <laughs> old knight yeah. suit yeah. against the wall. <laughs> I'm behind that. I'm not in oh, the I armor. It. That no, was like a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> <laughs> Two eyes poke out, just peer out of this, what we thought was empty armor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's that's awesome. I'm gonna watch you walk by. <laughs> so eventually, you catch up on the way to the queen's or chambers. Shout out really loud, Alaron. We're Alaron. leaving. <laughs> really make him uncomfortable. Time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Alaron. Uh, 
Got a Scooby snack for you. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. so <laughs> you guys eventually make it to the queen's chambers again. Uh, she's sitting in the, the in the front room now with the uh, you know at the table, and Vito's there. Florenza Skelet is there, and he nods at you all as you enter. And uh, um, Redthorn is there and smiles. Um, and uh, so you guys come in, and and Vito is you know getting everyone up to speed on you know what happened to freya and ferdinand and you know obviously you know we have a traitor in our midst this is this is real we need to be extra careful we need to you know pay special attention to the guards and absolutely no one comes to the queen and you know setting all these new rules and stuff and uh and he said i have one one more thing that i need to propose to all of you I know it's distasteful, but after what occurred last night, I think we should consider it. My connections in Vadrigan are extensive, and I was able to bring with me the number three and number two assassins in that terrible city, and they are here, awaiting our orders. Cool. <laughs> they serve the dark god Malvorn. No. So we would need to Not cool. pay them or pay their god um, quite a bit of money. But we could almost assure that Scornsby would be taken care of. It's, you don't you pay me half of what you owe them. <laughs> <laughs> I am to the queen's order. I'm in her, basically, I'm in her order. So I can do this for a lot less, you know. <laughs> Maybe a key deal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about uh, your ability to sneak in to assassinate somebody, though. Uh, well. I want to know why we did not get number one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good question. Yeah. <laughs> who's who's number one going after? That's yeah, what I want exactly. to know. <laughs> right. uh, so he's he's like, well, uh, allow me to introduce them. And then, you know, the doors open up again. And, you know, these two very unassuming people come walking in. See, that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. They look, uh, look pretty average. Respect. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of wearing, you know, nondescript non-colorful clothing just leather and and wool and you know they look look like average folks and he's like allow me to present the number three assassin in all of Vadrigan and he introduces Damon Mattis and he's like and the number two assassin in Vadrigan Orbina Fleck and then they come forward and they kind of you know do a little bow or a curtsy and He's like, I believe we should use them. Uh, we should use them now before something terrible happens. Who does these rankings? Is this like a, yeah, is this a, a big newspaper thing among or something? It's, it's a big deal in Badrigan. Like it's, they really care. Yeah, they, they, are they are do. The ranking. They okay. really do. Yeah. I was wondering if the rankings can be somewhat, you know, manipulated. Rigged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially if they're. Well, you, just, you kill the one above you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right. Oh, Keep working is, your way this up. This is a very it's logical really approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. McBad yeah. just says number three on it. Or two, <laughs> <laughs> just rip it off and take it if yeah. you kill them, right? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just surprised I'm we got names one. out of this. <laughs> right. If they're real. Yeah. 
Uh, it's a, you know, it's a big deal, uh, in Vadrigan. I mean, it's a terrible place and, uh, you know, people take their assassinations very seriously and, uh, <laughs> it's taken very seriously everywhere. Yeah. So he, he's urging them trying to, you know, and the queen does not look, uh, at all happy with this. And she asks that, you know, the, you know, thank you. Thank you, Orbina. Thank you, Damon. Uh, please, you know. Uh, allow us some time to discuss this and so they are ushered out of the room and the queen is just like i i will not you know stoop this low you know we have a a battle for the hearts and minds of this kingdom you know obviously we are struggling with people who feel that you know there are lesser races you know um and, and those problems will be there whether or not there is a war but taking the head off the snake could save many lives, your highness. That is true, but I wish to meet Scornsby the way my ancestors would in combat. I want to be there myself. I want to see the man die. My point is, I am totally on board here. Um, my point is, why would we hire someone that we do not know anything of and trust? to do the job for people who can do it themselves. <laughs> I'm not saying me in particular. Free. I'm just saying, right. I mean, you have a lot of people that obviously want to, and, but he has to be eliminated quicker than you may think you're going to find him in battle. That's mm -hmm. the only problem with this. Yeah. So the, they go back and forth and, and she is, you know, unmoved and, um, thinks that this has to, you know, and even, even, you know, Skellid, who was, you know, very honorable, you know, he was weighing it over in his head, you know, because he knows the odds are stacked against them. Um, but ultimately, you know, she manages to persuade all of her other counselors besides you guys that, uh, you know, this is the wrong move. Except Vito. Vito was like, I'm, you know, they, I brought them here with the promise that there would be work for them. I'm afraid to think of where they will find work now that they are within the kingdom. We must use them. And she's like, who told you to hire them? Right. That's kind of her response. It's like, not my problem. Does he have an answer? Vito? He just looks, you know, sort of exasperated. You know, this is the way things are done in Vadrigan. So he's, oh. he's still trying to, you know, figure out you know, this whole sure. honor BS that he doesn't really understand. I mean, he gets it, but he doesn't get it. So this was kind of his awkward sort of, you know, display of I'm still this guy, this young guy from Vadrigan trying to make this way in this crazy world. Thor did ask a good question, though. Why couldn't you get number one? Uh, they were under contract. Oh, Mm -hmm. I was fortunate to get number two and three. We're hoping that maybe number one is not hired by... That is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> is number one hired to kill the queen? Yeah, right. So could we instead um, hire them to kill number one? There you go. Oh, yeah. That's brilliant. I like this idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and then they move up, and then it's like a it's a huge it's win, a win 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 win. <laughs> you guys made that up. I did not say that, so that's not the way they rank up or anything. Um, but no, that would be against their well. How their does like code. if you're number eight and you kill number one, do you just go up to like number four, or do you go up to number one? Uh, I they actually rank the jobs that oh. they take and bring in you know so like number one's got a big job like yeah. killing a queen like, yeah, yes exactly. right well, we, so we Melvorn don't, don't know that <laughs> Melvorn demands like different payment like if you were to you know kill you know a beggar you know the payment would be low sure. if you were to kill a queen or a king the payment is sky high so but if we're killing Scornsby who at this time sees himself as a king yep. That's why it'd be very expensive. Sky high. What's so, bigger than the, killing the, a king? Well, so, you know, if there's a is a issue with people killing Scornsby, why not disrupt in other ways? I mean, he's not the only person in charge. Sure. There's other junior people that might be more Yeah, we send two and three against his two and three. Mm-hmm. True. It, just, it sounds like we need to disrupt their forces. They outnumber us greatly. Mm-hmm. So I still want to know why they can't kill the assassin number one. Because they all work for Melvorn. Be Honor like, among yeah. assassins. Honor among assassins, assassins don't kill assassins. Yeah. That Makes... seems very foolish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that ranking stays pretty solid for a while. It does, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, how is it number one if they don't kill each other? They've, they've earned it. Them? They've definitely earned it. Um, so the discussion goes on and she hears, the queen hears your words and, some, and she's like, you know, enough, Vito. Uh, I've said my said my piece that is my decision you know we will meet scornsby on the field of battle i'm sorry if some of you don't agree with that you know i have other matters that i need to discuss with my new knights here so if you'd please leave us can we throw them a bone though like what cool show said uh what was the bone just like to go after something else in their forces. Killing somebody else. Yes, that's what she wants to talk to you about. Okay. That triggered something okay. in her mind. Okay. So uh so everyone else is, you know, told to leave and it's just oh. the five of you cool. now. And she's like, Thank you for sitting in on that. I'm sorry we may not see eye to eye. Uh, this blasted coin has been speaking to me all night long. And so it's just chattering up a storm as soon as you take it out of your pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, take it back off your hands if you want. She's like, no, it's, I'm hoping it will come in useful. But the man on the other end uh, has been urging me to assign you to my greatest need, whatever that may be. Ugh. And this discussion. He's still trying to manipulate us. Yeah, has. Uh, They're all trying to manipulate you. That's why I wanted to get out of here. The queen's <laughs> manipulating you. The wizard's manipulating you. Just take off. I love you, <laughs> Alrod, but you know where the door is. <laughs> Don't encourage him. Uh, so she's, she's, you know, like uh, in this conversation now has affirmed it in my mind where the greatest need is. And we need allies. We need more men and women on our side. And I'm afraid that we've had no luck reaching the dwarves. They have refused our envoys and, you know, they've been most stubborn. I've sent Lord Greylash north to uh, deal with the elves. But, you know, elves, their negotiations go on forever. 
so I don't expect any word back from him anytime soon. The dwarves, though, if we could only figure out a way to get to them and bring them over to us, that would be a huge win for our side. And that is truly our greatest need. So I am sending the four of you as my envoys to speak with the dwarves. King Dorgold Bronzebeard is their leader in Umberstone. And I understand from Lord Skellid that you may have family along the way, Kulshow. The road to Skyburn Hall, or Skyburn Hall, is on the way to Umberstone. I would yes. suggest you catch up with your family before you meet with the dwarves, but return to me as soon as you can. Do whatever you can. I, I just don't know. We've failed with them so many times. I, I don't know what we can offer, but anything's on the table right now. Anything is on the table? <laughs> Almost anything. My grace, what what are they driven by something? They have been very reclusive as of late. I don't know much about them, and we haven't had many dealings with them. Obviously, the dwarves that, you know, are in the kingdom and are my subjects are quite a different group. You know, these are very closed off to us and have been for many, many years. I know there's some bad blood, um... And uh, we need to find out what it will take to get past that. What are we willing to offer them? She already said almost anything. Yeah. Well, okay, but saying almost anything implies you have something. She's like, we, we have very little in gold or jewels to give them. That was my actual concern with this whole assassination plan. We simply don't have the funds to pay our current armies, let alone hire assassins to possibly do the work. So what resources do you have? Are we, like, talking mineral rights? Possibly. Territory. Okay. Friendship. Marriage. Friendship. It's all on the table. Wait, are you going to marry a dwarf? <laughs> uh, someone could. Some oh, <laughs> um, like a newly knighted <laughs> young lady. Yeah, uh, it would need to be Wink. somebody with a bigger title, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Umberstone is that south of the mountains, or is that north of the, or is that in the mountains? I think it's kind of southwest of here into the mountains. Yeah, so we could go through to south, straight south, and go see your aunt and then we could probably go I mean is it on the south side of the mountain so we can go through the forest around through the forest and you would probably the best bet would be to go back through far below the outpost and then follow the pilgrims path the infinite path up to Skyburn Hall and then from there you can head over to Umberstone but because um, Skyburn Hall is just south of Old Home Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Right. And then... I don't have a map in front of me. Just then, the, there's the the end of the mountains is Umberstone, where the mountains meet the forest. Kind of, yes. Okay. I mean, I know the Ashwood Forest pretty well. Yeah. 
Yeah, you do. So we could cut through the forest and probably come around the tip of the mountain. And There's mm. no path up that side. That's what I'm asking is, so yeah. is it. So the path is on the north side of the right. mountain. Is I'm that what you were saying? Yes. Okay. okay. That's what I'm getting at. So, so remember where you fought the giants mm-hmm. and met yes. Sister Vala? Okay. That is kind of like the main route, the easiest route. Gotcha. There may be others, but none that you guys would know of. Okay. Okay. So south to Skyborn Hall and then continue south into the mountains to Umberstone. Yep. Right. Got it. I think so. That is that That's is what it looks like to me. <laughs> okay, and it must be right. Uh, so yeah, we'll call it that. Okay, or I guess it's kind of southwestish, but you know. Yeah, we got it. That's what I had in it's my in mind. It's in the mountains, but, I'm guessing. Yeah. That's why it's on top of the mountain, written. I'm guessing it is. Yeah, okay. and you would probably know it's a giant. Like uh, it stands out uh, because it's uh, much darker. It's like a giant black, almost obsidian type mountain but it's actually like black granite um and it's it stands out from the other peaks around it it's very noticeable once you get close enough to see it Aye, okay yeah that is the heart of the dwarven kingdom mm. Mm. and you need his army yes we do we need any help we can get i have uh, sent other lords and ladies to Meet with the Twigum Thane, see if the halflings could help, and uh, also with the Frog Spit Trade <laughs> Association to see if the gnomes would be willing did to. you send for the halflings? Uh, I don't have Do a you name. You tell on behalf of Sir Bjorn Brislebaum? Yeah, yeah. I mean, having, having you uh, be a part of that would have been awesome. <laughs> I don't think you're famous yet. <laughs> like I was going to have, a, gonna have a, like a wax stamp made. Yeah. So I could, oh you my. <laughs> Got to get that bard hired, I think. Yes. yes. Um, so, yeah. So you guys uh, have a new mission from the queen. Win okay. the dwarves over whatever way you can. It sounds like it's ASAP. Yep. Huh. Huh. ASAP. Well, would you like to go see your kin? I would, very much so. I think you deserve to. All right. So just to move things along, we're going to say that you guys get all supplied up. You all have your polices, and it looks awesome on Alaron especially. I'm not wearing that. <laughs> what color is it? It's white. Oh. Uh, yep. Uh, so... I mean, I get it. If it if I blend in in the palace, I'll wear it here. But you know, out on the streets, not so much. I'm just I'm just trying to make him really uncomfortable with this. You and Cull Show. This is uh, you know. I just want to see Cull Show like bronze and buff, wearing this little tiny coat over his shoulder. Huh. Seems okay. Like turn it into a tabard. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I was you just could, gonna have it like a belt around my on my kilt, hanging from my kilt. Yeah, yeah you could wear it like a loincloth. I maybe. think it's like a dress <laughs> on you. <laughs> So it could be my kilt. Yeah, it could be your kilt. Um, I don't know why I would have sleeves on it, but... (laughs) For my legs. It's just like my underpants. Nice. Um, Like a big diaper. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to say, fast forward, you guys, you know, say your goodbyes. Are we able to convince Elrond this is a good idea? Are you guys... I forgot to ask Thora and Alaron, I guess. I just, you're with us, right? I've, She's sworn to the queen. Yes, now. I mean, okay. that. I've just made this oath and yeah. here we go. 
Long for the ride. What do you think, Alaron? Want some more adventure? Adventure has not done me poorly so far. Yeah. I mean, without, if, I can't imagine to think what's going to happen to the orphanage if this land was to be taken over. You speak truly. Racism does not help my kind. Mm -hmm. All the elves were expelled or killed. Be terrible. Well, I'd I'd move on, but you know. (laughs) Think of the orphans. I think of the orphans. orphans. Uh, So as you guys are getting ready to leave, Luggy has your horses all ready to go. He's like, I'm so excited for you guys. You know, I'm I'm trying to convince Redthorn to let me go on a important mission of my own i'm you know he just doesn't think i'm old enough but man someday i'm gonna i'm gonna be out there doing awesome stuff like you guys are i wish you could come with us luggy i wish i could too i'm just trying to you know he's so protective of me but i i just have to convince him that i'm ready i'm ready for this i think i am luggy i saw you last night in the battle (laughs) um I, i think you should just work on a little bit of pumping yourself up for a little bit you know uh, us halflings have this thing called bravery. And I just think you need to be able to set, I, I believe so you have rude. the skills to do this, but you need to really just use your skills because you could have put somebody in danger last night. I, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't my best, it's best battle. Criticism. But I, it might've been rude. I was just, you know, overwhelmed. Larchwood is, you know, I've heard so much about him from Florenza and it was awesome to see you guys take him down so easily. Yeah. I you know, he'd be tougher. Yeah, you know what's overwhelming is probably seeing Cole Show charging at you mm-hmm. with his sword, but people do it. <laughs> okay, so you guys ride off. You're in far below. Sister Val is there. She's all, uh, you know, super excited to see you guys again. Uh, she that was a jump cut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody just moving, moving, boom, moving uh, along. Like, there's like there is a little dotted line on the map as we just made it all the way down. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you're there. It's night. And, uh, <laughs> montage, montage, montage. <laughs> and uh, so you get there, and I mean, we haven't had a chance to roll these dice yet. Oh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the poor person who's going to win these. I mean, so. we're trying to pick a fight with the assassins, but you didn't let that happen. <laughs> um, so you get there. She she tells you that she had some, you know, communication with the... Uh, the group that recently came down and told them that we got to, we got to start training these people a little bit better. Um, they are, uh, pretty terrible as you saw, mm-hmm. pretty worthless. And she found out that they were actually, um, sending them not only the B team, but they weren't even full monks, which she did not know. So things in the mountains, I guess are getting really crazy. The actual monks have been dealing with, uh, Orcs, ogres, giants, all sorts of things uh, that they're running across in the on the trail, and so they couldn't even send uh, actual full monks down to protect far below, which she was not too happy about. But she thanks you guys for being there, saving them, all of that, and you can rest. Okay. I feel like we're being set up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you wake up the next day and everything's fine. And uh, <laughs> and no no setup. I'm just trying to, you it's know. Just moving it along. Okay, here it along. Uh, so you, she tells you that uh, 
you know, you should really wait though with everything that's going on. It's, it's dangerous. The trail is very dangerous. You should wait for the monks to come back and only take them, you know, a few days. Oh, uh, no. The only danger in the trail will be people who are, you know, have to deal with us. <laughs> okay. Just like you have, you've proven yourselves and I see from your shiny white polices that uh, no. you are now no, <laughs> she doesn't see anything. Knights of the realm, so you yes, must have we are. earned that honor. Um, I would say just let Ajax wear it then, if he yeah. doesn't want the police. And keep him warm. Keep him warm, toasty. Oh, I actually would not wear mine either. So only Bjorn. Yep, they're mostly ceremonial. I'm just giving yeah, you guys just, a hard time. Should probably go into my pack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, she tells you, uh, she's like, I, I, I know they just, you might be able to catch them if, if you hurry, they're probably at the, at the halfway point. Um, and if you, uh, hurry on, you might be able to catch them before they leave. Before they leave where? Uh, further up the mountain, up the trail, the infinite okay. path. All right, this said they are they're slowed because they're carrying a uh, a body uh, for funeral ceremony at Skyburn Hall, so that will slow them down significantly. So you you have a chance to catch them. It was uh, some some lord from Falling Water, I guess. Uh, Cold March, I believe his name was. Oh, passed away recently, and oh, that poor old man. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what is going to happen to his lands now. Yeah, good question. Mm. Oh, hey, sorry. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> All mine. Uh, so you find out that Lord Coldmarch uh, passed away shortly after you guys left and is being brought up the mountain per his final wishes. He wanted to, you know, basically retire there, but he, he didn't make it. So there, some of his servants are along carrying his body to the top and you guys can set off up so, the mountain. Is this trail by foot or can we ride horses? Up? Uh, you will have to stable your horses, unfortunately. Oh. Which Sister Bala, that's, you know, mostly what they do here is. Yeah. Are they good at that? They're very good at that. Okay. Yeah. But does that make you uncomfortable? It does. I'm, I'm somewhat attached to my horse. Dark star. You take good care of him. Yes, yes, we will. We will. Don't worry. Don't, Just don't be worry. careful. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> Last time you were here. Don't worry. <laughs> I remember well last time. <laughs> they're, they're sending me real monks uh, on the way back, so it should only be a, a few short days. Mm-hmm. Things you don't hear in everyday life. They're sending me real monks. <laughs> real, The real deal monks. Um, so you guys can head up the trail, the infinite path to Skyburn Hall, the holiest site in the land. Okay, we will start. Okay. And you get to see your family. Are you excited? I I am anxious. Yeah, you could you could ask. Uh I mean you're traveling now. There'll be plenty of monks to ask about your aunt, I suppose. Um, so you travel along and you know the at first it's it's pretty easy going and it gets steeper and there's several, you know, what do they call switchbacks and you're going up and up and up and then it kind of evens out and and you're making really good time. Uh, you're trying to hurry, obviously. Um, and you see, you know, the trail is very noticeable. I mean, it's been used for thousands of years by people and um, 
and their little spots along the way to rest uh, for travelers who become too weary or, you know, the elevation gets to them or something. So lots of little spots to rest, but you guys presumably bypass all of that and uh, you make a good day of travel out of it. And you're approaching what you believe Sister Bala told you was the halfway point, which is kind of a big campground where most everyone, you know, most of the groups will have to, you know, set up camp. It's kind of this large uh, cleft in the mountain and a nice spot uh, that's sheltered from most of the wind um, where people can set up camp and rest. Does it have a catchy name like kind of below or <laughs> somewhat below? Somewhat below. Midway. Yeah. Uh, haven't thought of a catchy name for it, but uh, I'll work on that. And you, you get there. As you approach, you see that there is some kind of, uh, you know, obstruction uh, debris on the path up ahead. Well, it looks like they've not been maintaining the trail. Or it could have just happened. Mm-hmm. Is it's it, pretty well traveled. Is it surmountable? Uh, you can't see it. It just looks like, you know, various bits, maybe wood, maybe fabric, detritus of some kind. Uh-oh. There we go. Okay. Jogging up. All right. So as you get closer, <laughs> you see... <laughs> Uh, Can't the, run towards the danger, Cole Show. <laughs> that is what, what he does. does. Yeah. Uh, you get closer, and you can. Uh, why don't you roll perception, Cole Show? Oh, oh goodness. Okay. Mm, yeah, uh, that's going to be a seven. Seven. Okay. So you have to get fairly close, and you um, you keep thinking, oh, it's just junk on the road. What a bunch of messy jerks, you know? It's like this isn't a place to litter. You know, and you're getting really upset. And then you have to basically stumble across uh, a body. uh, And you see that it's um, kind of blended in. The monks all wear gray robes. And and, uh, so it blends into the rock. So you basically trip over a body of a a monk. Oh, my. (laughs) And then you look and you see that there are more bodies, uh, both of monks and orcs. Uh, looks like a, quite a few more orcs than monks uh, have died. And you uh, see that now this is, you know, there was a small kind of hand-pulled cart that uh, somebody ha- was uh, using to, you know, presumably carry supplies or perhaps Lord Col- March's body. And... That's all been blown to smithereens and there's, you know, pieces of wood, bodies, some of them burnt, some of them, you know, blood everywhere. I don't know. It's total. Sounds like carnage. Carnage. When you say blown to smithereens, like like some form of actual explosive? Uh, Looks like they look blackened, like there's a black spot, you know. And, you know, kind of burnt, like the cart was burnt and charred. Um, I don't know what the rest of you are doing. No, I, I, I would follow. Follow? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So you get up there and you can you can all see the the wreckage and the bodies and the mayhem that must have happened here. Um, you know, it looks like it's all fairly fresh, maybe, you know, eight hours or so, um, maybe a little bit longer, eight to 12. Uh, and can I do a survival check to kind of estimate? Sure. I'll start looking oh, around. Oh, no, I couldn't tell. <laughs> okay. I'll start looking survivors. around. It's kind of dark. Survivors? Checking people. Okay. So you start uh, turning the bodies over, and if you uh, happen to look at any of, of the orcs, uh, you notice, Cull Show, that they are iron eyes. Oh, no. Which you feel is very odd because that's, they are very, very far south of here. Very far. Yeah. His. Yeah, his hackles will be up. Yep. Like, he will look really agitated. And uh, so you see Cull Show is getting very agitated and worked up, and you're not quite sure why. Uh, but as you're all poking around, you hear, Help me, help. Coming from uh, just over, uh, there's like a little ridge that drops off. There's a little gully on the right side of the path. And that's where uh, some bits of this cart and stuff were blown into. Mm. Um, and there's someone down there. I'm going to head over there with my daggers drawn. Okay. So you get over there and buried underneath, you know, bits of wood and stuff, you see, um, you start pulling that stuff away. And you can see uh, a what appears to be a body wrapped in uh, linen lying on the ground and underneath the body you recognize the person they look a little you know uh worse off than you saw them last time even but it's uh carl cold march's manservant and he is injured and lying kind of halfway beneath some you know wood planks from the little cart and halfway between cold march's body i'll start quickly clearing stuff off to, so Alaric can get to him okay so you clear it off you lift off cold march's body toss that aside and um i will kneel and hide his wounds beneath the shadow okay so shadows swirl around him and he coughs and sputters and see his eyes blink rapidly a few times and he's like oh thank you thank you young Young elf, I I thought for sure I was going to die up here on this godforsaken mountain. Oh, that's probably blasphemous. I shouldn't have said yeah, that. I was going to say. It's... <laughs> uh, so he's like, oh, please, please help me up. And presumably you help him up? I help him up. All righty. So you help him up and he's like brushing himself off and you can see some of his clothing is charred and... And he's like, oh, thank you. I, I'm it's strange seeing you all here. It's been a while. How you been? <laughs> uh, what's up? Uh, better than you, uh, clearly. <laughs> what happened here? Uh, Besides the obvious. Some orcs fell upon us uh, just before dawn. It was, sun was not up yet. And uh, very few of us were awake, and they came into the camp, this cloud of something, you know, 
killed off many of the people and those of us that managed to escape it, you know, were blasted by lightning and then the orcs came in throwing axes and hacking at people. The monks fought valiantly and I was trying to do my best to keep them away from the cart and my lord Coldmarch and a lightning bolt shot out of nowhere and blasted the cart and flung me and the body back into this ravine and I just couldn't move. That is probably all that saved your life. Yes, most likely. It would seem the orcs won the day. They they did. At great cost, obviously. Mm. But I'm afraid they 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 must have taken Lord Coldmarch's gold with them. So where was this camp? I mean <laughs> can I find tracks to this? Uh you could do survival. Uh and Carl basically um he's 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 kind of done, right? He's he's served Cold March his whole life and uh he's got a wife, kids, grandkids. He wants to get back to he thinks this whole thing is too dangerous. Uh he's going to beg you to somehow get Cold March's body up to Skyburn Hall. And uh he said the orcs probably have the gold and then uh you know he he starts poking around and you know looking at the bodies and he he says they they must have taken those children too there were a couple of children oh that's so good I rolled, a, I rolled a 24 <laughs> for survival okay so there are a couple of children who are orphans <laughs> nice who nice. are going to Become monks. Very convenient. <laughs> uh-huh, nice. They're not going to become monks now, Jerry. Uh, yeah. He's just going to jig the bobber a little bit to get see if you get a bite. Uh-huh. <laughs> very subtle. Got I know very well Alaron what they will do. It is strange, though. Have you heard of the Iron Eyes operating this far from their homeland? I I know nothing about orcs and like orc clans. I'm, so, I'm sorry. They're just orcs to me. I, I Sister Vala, I believe her name was... She told us that there was a lot of activity, but that the monks should protect us, and I, I don't want to do them a disservice. They they fought well. There were just too many, and this, whatever was happening, the lightning and the strange cloud, that was overwhelming. So am I able to make any guesses about the lightning and strange cloud? Uh, yeah, you can roll Arcana. Uh, 17. Um, lots of spells that, you know, could talk about, uh, you know, could, uh, end up with a cloud of something, you know, he made it seem like the cloud was actually, uh, killing people. Mm. Um, so it might rule out a few things. Um, but that's all you know about that. And the lightning is probably just, you know, lightning bolt spell. Let's search the bodies. All right. Quickly. So you search the bodies, um, and you find very little. The orcs would have taken much. Yeah. Uh, we'll say you find, you know, maybe 15 gold worth of jewelry and other things that were missed after the orcs, you know, kind of quickly searched them. But uh, Carl tells you that, you know, 
Cold March was going to donate, you know, 500 gold to Skybrin Hall, you know, for his funeral expenses. Hmm. But he actually, you know, brought a, a, a larger sum. So you know that some of that doesn't need to make it to Skybrin Hall. Oh, is that what that means? Okay. <laughs> That's what that means. Uh, I was looking at Elrond. Figured he'd... Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sort the bodies, and I want to look at each face to see if I recognize any of the orcs. Some of them do look kind of familiar. I mean, you definitely recognize some of them. Uh, maybe can't pull out names exactly, but you definitely know that you saw them around, you know, your former home. All right. I'm going to just heap them all onto a pile. Okay. Well, I'd kind of look, look through and try to identify them. All right. So they're heaped in a pile. Okay. But we should get moving if we're going to do this. And Carl, yeah. you can make your way back. It's like, I'm, I'm going to try. I'll give it my best. It's probably a lot easier going down than it was coming up. Good luck. Okay. Hiding under things does work, so <laughs> do that again if you need to. Yes, we'll do. Well, except, what are we going to do with the body of Lord Goldmarch? We're going to leave it here. Stash it, maybe? Or yeah, pressure. just kind of set it aside. There's lots of bodies here, so it's in good keeping. Good company. It's a body. Well, I'm Carl just... was asking we take it up. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just not wondering good... if we should tell Carl to watch over it while... No, screw that. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, time is not on our side. Yeah. So, well, he's served his. You have a bag of holding, by the way. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I'll stuff him in there. That's so grody. It's just the body. Yeah. He's not going to, like, oh. die of not breathing. Yeah. That is actually an interesting point. He's wrapped up in linen, so he can't really. All right. Put him in go. the. So he's put not, him in your bag. not leaking yet. Or, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was my concern. Just when you be sure that when you look in there, you're asking for a dead body. You might get some other dead body. Who knows? <laughs> All right, well, then we'll pull the bag out and shove him in there <laughs> and <Okay>. ceremoniously. <laughs> and Carl kind of gasps and like we'll shakes his head Carl and <laughs> runs away. Right. So uh, so he's he's heading heading down the mountain. You guys are heading up the mountain. And uh, you can roll. Did you roll survival? Yeah, uh, 24. Okay, so you roll 24 and you yeah, easily spot the trail. I got a 20. 20? Okay. Uh, you can easily spot the trail. It looks like some of them were injured. Uh, so there are little spots of blood here and there. Um, occasionally you can see, you know, that rocks and other things have been disturbed and rolled down the side of the, of the trail. So, um, definitely, you know, it's probably fewer than a dozen Okay. based on the amount of stuff that you see on the road. Are these pretty fresh tracks within the hour? Um, several hours. Several hours, okay. Yeah. So we don't know how far they've gotten from here. Yeah. This is rough terrain, I take it. Yep. And uh, the light is starting to go go down, um, but you get to a spot where you believe you see some, some uh, rocks uh, kind of falling over the edge. There's a little, you know, mini avalanche over the side. And you can see that people have, you know, gone over this this part of the trail down into this ravine recently. Yeah. All right. Are you, uh, do I have followers or, right? You're all following? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I would think we were moving as quickly and quietly as we can yeah. mm-hmm. following the tracks. Okay. 
So you guys, uh, it's got a head or. Yeah, I mean, I can just, if they stay 30 feet behind me, that way I can kind of just mentally shoot you off what I see. Yeah. Uh, So you go down into this ravine, and the ravine winds its way around kind of the face of this uh, hill uh, for a ways. And uh, it's now, you know, the sun is setting behind the the mountains. It's getting on to full dark. And uh, you finally... You know, come around this corner again. It seems to kind of be winding its way along the face. And uh, up ahead, you believe you see light over this, you know, the edge of the ravine. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to, uh, still being followed. Are you down the ravine, right? I'm going to try to get to the, so if I look, or get to kind of, you said it's a past the ravine? Yes, you're kind of coming down. Yep. And um, off to your, I would say, right, okay. like two o'clock over this uh, hill, kind of where the ravine goes up. So I'm going to creep up to that top of the hill. Okay. Do you want me to stealth it? Uh, yes. Okay. It's not complete darkness, though, right? N- yes, it is now. Because I am then invisible to anybody who uses night. Part of my gloom stalker. God dang. I'm a, okay. If it's completely darkness, <laughs> I'm invisible to anybody who uses night vi- or uh, dark, dark vision. vision. Yeah. Okay. You're completely invisible then. So that's, uh, I don't know what you want me to roll with advantage for stealth then in that case. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I can still make sound. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't want to. That would be the, the, actually the biggest part is, you know, the, the rocks here, mm-hmm. uh, kind of loose sort of what is it scree they call it i don't know mm-hmm. um that you would be kind of clambering over so i'd be at like uh 28 yeah that's probably good enough stealth. yeah god dang it so you clamber up to the side of this thing and, mm-hmm. and you see up ahead you know that the ravine winds around a bit and then a couple of twists and turns up ahead you see definite light coming from there how far away like, um, how long would it take us to get down there? Kind of. Speed? I mean, straight away, it's probably like a hundred yards. Okay. But winding, it's probably more like two or three hundred yards. Okay. Um. So we're pretty far away from them, even sound. So if everybody, everybody wants to come up to me, mm-hmm. okay, they'll probably be the best thing, so we can kind of decide what we want to do, and yep. we can all kind of overlook, see what we see. Uh. So you guys all clamber up there. You mm-hmm. can see what he sees. Uh. There's probably no direct path on top of the ravine to wherever the spot is um, because it cuts back and forth so much. So you probably have to follow the ravine for most of the way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you want to, like, so there's hostages. Potentially. Right. So we don't want to just attack from a distance and then who knows what's going to happen to the hostages. Mm-hmm. So we want a surprise attack on this. We'll show any ideas. Well, if they've just come from a battle and they've got hostages, there's going to be a certain degree of celebration going on. Mm -hmm. And they're not hostages, they're slaves. So they're property, they're not going to kill them. them Yeah, that would not be their motivation to just kill them. I'm just wondering if we just can kind of close enough to get a range. I mean, you've got your Elder Blast's got a long range, and I still have my bow that I can still get a long range too. And then maybe bring him towards us, and then that's when you can kind of get. You got some range stuff, Alaron. Mm-hmm. And then when we get close enough, we can drag him maybe into our 
comfort level before mm. you do what you do. <laughs> Unless you just want to go in full board and then Or I can get them to distract them. Sure. While you guys took position. Right now we have the beat on them because they don't know we're here. Yes, and I, I'm not eager to have you just in the middle again getting wailed on if we can avoid it. Really? I, I really like that, personally. <laughs> we take bets back and forth. <laughs> you guys didn't know about that, just to be clear. Sorry. I would like to know how many I had to deal with, but they must all die. Maybe I can get possibly closer and uh, do a little recon. Aleron, you're a man of the shadows. Would something you'd be interested in? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, although I would like, in the process of making them all die, I have questions for them. Okay. Well, I just wanted to scout to see how many we were dealing with and where, and then come back. Okay. So you guys do some uh, quick scouting. I won't make your roll for it. Uh, you can see that the ravine, the the main way there, uh, it looks like you have to follow the ravine and you get to a certain point where you can actually see uh, the ravine walls kind of curl back and that's where the fire is coming from. You can't see the fire. You can just see the glow above the uh, walls around you. Sure. And then up ahead, you think you maybe see movement, um, sort of where the ravine curls back into wherever the fire is there appear to be some guards out front in that area okay i'm going to send him telepathy to to confirm that what i see okay so you see uh you send that note to aleron and aleron to com- uh, if he wants to confirm it or just thumbs up yeah thumbs however up. he wants to okay so should we go back Or do you want to take care of this ourselves? The two guards? Yeah. Or we can go back. I think we should go back. Okay. Okay. So we'll stealthily go back. Stealthily you go back. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming you report to your fellow knights. We say nothing. (laughs) That's a nice stroll. Yeah. Nice stroll. Great night. Evening walk. Yeah. Yeah, Fresh air. So how many... Got two guards that we could get close to. We weren't going to, you know, dare get past them. So, basically, I kind of set up the structure of how it is, and the what was in front of us was the two guards, and that's as far as we got. So, I'm wondering if we want to try to surprise, just basically take them down without any fight, and then, or do you want to actually take one of them as hostage, or just ask questions from them first? I think we should kill the guards. Okay, get closer. All right. So, you guys are going to go. Come up and attack the guard somehow. Mm, I, I like think it. We should still do it ranged. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but if we're surprised, the amount of shots that I'm going to get off, and between you two, they'll be dead. You think so? Mm. Uh, all right, they're willing to try. I'm, I mean, if not, then Kulshow just comes in and you know finishes it. But if we have surprise attacks, everybody gets advantage on their attacks, and we get attacked before they even get to counterattack. So if we roll higher than them and the second come around, then we can attack them again. Okay. That's okay. the way I see it. I don't know if that's. Let's give it try. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's give it try. <laughs> <laughs> and Anything you would like to add to the control for, or did you think it works? I'm going to get my bow out. Okay. All see, right. You can do ranged. Yeah. 
right. We can totally do this. He's got high dexterity. He can definitely do ranged. Okay, so I'm going to see if I can put this on your map now since you are going to be in range and something's going to be happening. He has trouble hitting it when they're right in front of him. I'm worried. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. Uh, You'd be surprised where he lays his uh, value in his his character. He's quite uh, dexterity. He's all about range now. So you can kind of see you sort of have to go straight down you're over on the right top Ah, see yes and you would have to go straight down to get around this little ravine wall on your left and then there are two guards out front okay so i will not get any closer than 100 feet because i can blast 120 feet and i don't want to get any closer than i have to making noise so that but the is the way it curls around we don't right, really so have an option should we maybe pull them closer well, except for they may not come and then cuz we can sort of get one from this perspective but i don't know yeah there is a little bit of a place for them to hide behind there. Yes. But I think... I could always... Mm, um, I think the one on the bottom, Galrog, if you can see that. Yes. I think you all should be able to see him pretty much directly now, except for Cull Show. Okay. I'm going to get up within 30 feet because that's what my crossbow is. 30 feet? Yep. Oh. I'll stealth up. If it's still darkness, then... Um, You're good to go. Yeah. So is that about 30? That's a good shot right there. Yep. That's pretty close. Yeah, it's, it's very, very close. close. Yeah. We can get that guy. Well, we're just hoping that, you know, and I can move after my attack too, you know, because I'm not going to provoke or anything. All righty. Okay, let's go. Looking good. Here we go. Everybody, uh, let's roll some initiative. Do this. Uh, Yes. Wow. Yep. I am already loving the dice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That does not make me happy. I I don't know if I've won uh, an initiative roll ever. Today might be your day. It might be. You guys uh, rolled terribly. Uh, which I did. And I did too. Oh, nice. It's sounding better all I the time. I rolled very well for me. Does okay. not say much, but... <laughs> um, whoops. Okay. Bjorn, what'd you get? 25. 25. Dang it. Aileron. Nine. <laughs> okay. And it's with a plus eight. Right? That's a natural one, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Thora. 16. 16. That's not terrible. Would that be better than your initiative than your stealth roll? Cull show. What'd you get, big guy? Eight. Eight. Ooh, yeah. So I almost won. Almost. We have Bjorn in the front, but you guys will get a... Get surprise attack. Surprise attack this round since you sneaking up. Well, do we get both of our attacks or just one? We get, I would, so it'll be a surprise attack. So everybody gets a surprise attack. 
and then it's so it's your complete round. It's like a round before an attack. So you get all of your attacks that you have that right. round. Right. Okay. Yep. And then then I would get another my first attack, and then he would get his attack, and then then we go into yep. initiative. After the surprise round, we go drop into initiative order. Right. So let's do that. I take the one straight ahead of me. Okay, Galrog. So everything right now, the surprise attack, you have advantage on all of your attacks. Like you need that. <laughs> well, um, so that is a, sorry, a 16. 16? Yeah, that's with the advantage. Uh, that will, no. Uh, but, oh, wait. It doesn't hit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I rolled some bummer. Yeah. Wow, those were two real low rolls as soon as you said Isn't it. Any flat footed? Uh, There's no flat, flat footed. That's not That's yeah. what the advantage is. Yep. Yeah. You're thinking Pathfinder. All right. Uh, so, so the confusing. second attack is going to be a um, 22. Yes. That will hit. Okay. And as a bonus action, I'm going to put Hunter's Mark on him. And this is going to be my extra attack there. So. Okay. Need a calculator? Oh, I got it. And that's going to be 11 plus uh, 17 points of damage. Wow. Okay. And then that last attack, because it's my first attack, that's a 25 to hit. Uh, that will definitely hit. And that is a 12 damage. Wow. And then I'm going to just jump over across, you know, run across away into the shadow there like diagonal there you go perfect all right so you're kind of hiding behind the ravine wall yep. now i just want to get out of the way so he's i'm not like because as soon as i show myself in surprise i he can be i can be seen you know so you hear him scream out mm -hmm. and you obviously struck him a couple of times and uh from what you could tell, you got off a couple of pretty good shots, and he seems to be in quite a bit of pain right now. And who's next? Thora. So which one Which one did you hit? The one in the bottom. Bottom one. Am I within range of that one? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, so then I'm going to invent that one too. Uh, that is a 24. That will hit. Okay, and so... Uh, then the second bolt is uh, a 14. And you, there's advantage? That's with advantage. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one, but one hits, right? Mm hmm Okay. And that is, that is 12 damage. 12 damage. And this is your Eldritch Blast? Yes. So Eldritch Blast comes and as he, you see this form kind of, lined with the light from whatever fire is coming behind him um you see it go flying back as your eldritch blast hits him and he is dead yes one guard down just like that and aileron your turn can i see the other guy um Vogue you might need to go down mm, I a think you might have to, like five or ten feet ten feet diagonal there you go there you can. Okay. Well, I am going to cast a guiding bolt as a second, no, as a third level. Nice. And blast him with shadow. Come on. It was jacked. 
Okay, so we're looking at uh, 24. To hit? To hit. Yes, that okay. will definitely hit. This is going to hurt. Just keep rolling, man. Oh, Holy crap. <laughs> what the, what's going it's on? It's only 16. That's quite a bit, yeah. So you, uh, Guiding Bolt, uh, does some serious damage to this guy, and you can hear him screaming out. He's still a little confused at what happened to his pal Galrog, and uh, then he takes a couple of shots. And it's now... Who's turn? Call show. So I'll move down in front of Alaran and take my shots. It's a bow, right? It is. Okay. Uh, that is not good to be good, though. Uh, that is the first shots of 14. Uh, nope. Not good enough. And then a 25. That is good enough. Ugh, for five damage. Five damage. Okay. Oops. Uh, let's see. You can see, uh, I'm sorry, the that uh, your bow strikes him as he's still dancing around screaming from all of uh, Aleron's magical or divine bolts. And uh, you manage to strike him and he actually falls down to one knee for a second and kind of wobbly stands back up and is now, you can hear him kind of coughing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that very accurate Adding sound effects. That was was good. Um, So Jerry just needed to cough for real. (laughs) (laughs) Got to work it into the game. Uh, so that's, that's it. That's the surprise round. And, uh, he looks very hurt from what you can tell in the, in the darkness and Bjorn, you're up. I took a five foot step down there. So I'm right in front of him. All right. And my first attack will be a 18. That will hit. And that will be, I'm going to use my bonus action to move Hunter's Mark over to him. Okay. And that will be uh, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. So you get a shot off. He's still like kind of steadying himself and coughing up some blood and uh, and takes another bolt from you and drops dead. And I'm going to step back now, almost completely adjacent or straight across from Thora on the other side of Thora. There you go. Yep. Okay. That's that. And now you hear all sorts of chaos happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shouts go out. People are, you know, I don't know who knows Orcish besides Cole Show. Um, we got but, kind of uh, bottleneck, though, don't we? Yeah. So like, I can speak it. I think they're saying, I'm taking my round to stand up and get my weapon ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're all saying. Unfortunately, I have saying. to roll a disadvantage because I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice. Um, it's a hard dialect. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. That's, that's exactly it. Um, let's see here. Why can't I uh, do any of this stuff? Okay. So you hear lots of shouts and uh, you can actually see sort of what appears to be shadows like moving around this, you know, what you presume is a fire. And all of a sudden, directly in front of you, you see these 
slimy, greasy, black tentacles erupt from the ground right in front of you, sealing off the entrance to this. And I'm going to put it up on the map. And there it is. See it? Yep. It's showing yep. up. It's not nearly as exciting, I think, as you <laughs> intended it. A black bush. Yeah, to use your imagination. Yeah, there's a black, a black bush there. It's, um, it's much smaller, I think, than... <laughs> it's, you know, it's not the first time I've heard that. Um, oh. So, so here you are, and I think that's where we're going to call it. Okay. okay. You just kick the hornet's nest, my friends, and uh, we'll pick this up next episode oh, Vengeance yeah, will be okay. mine. yeah we'll get in it awesome well uh again thank you have a good week everyone else keep submitting to uh yep. you know dungeonpatrol.com slash dice and you can win these dice that i almost but not quite won initiative which would have been like amazing <laughs> it was so close so, so you definitely want these. They're kind of uh, gold and see-through and quite uh, quite lovely. And uh, they'll probably bring someone some good luck, uh, someone other than me. Anyway, we'll see you all next, next week. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.